This is Daf Yud Bet in Masachet Megillah. We are three lines from the wide lines on Yud Bet Amud Aleph, where it says Chel, the last word of the third line. Chel, Parasu Madayu Partamim. We're continuing to analyze every single Pasuk in the Megillah from beginning to end. So it says, the armies of Paras and Madai, Partamim, the officers. Uchtiv lemalchei Madayu Paras. Over there, it puts the word Partamim next to Madai. In the other Pasuk, it puts the word Kings next to Madai. So which is it? So in one case, Paras. Uh, and in one case, Madai is the officers. In one case, Madai is the kings. The people of the Medians and the Persians had a deal between them. If the king is from us, then from you will come the officers. And if the king comes from you, then the officers will come from us. So they had a deal working together in the government. Achashverosh was showing off the wealth of the honor of his kingdom. What does that mean? And it says, So what does it mean? It tells you to, that he was actually wearing the clothing of the Kohen Gadol. Because Ketiv HaChait says here, the, glo- the glory of the splendor of his greatness. It says with regard to the Big Day Keona, for glory and for splendor. So those are two are connected. from And at the end of the first uh, party, which was 180 days, he then had the seven-day party for the people of Shushan. They argue whether this was a smart move or a dumb move. Manda, was he a smart king or a dumb king? The one who says he was a smart king, Shapiravadi did the right thing. First, he had a 180-day open house party for all the people from the entire kingdom. So he got the people who lived geographically far away to be close to him. And then, because the people who are locals, he can always uh, have a party for them. So he had them last. But the, the one who says he was a fool, he says he should have consolidated support among the locals first and then invited everybody else. So that way, if the locals are on his side and they love him, they'll support him if there's any kind of a, a rebellion against him. So the question is, strategically speaking, politically speaking, what, what's smarter? To first deal with the further, the more distant kingdoms and bring them close, or to first deal with the locals and bring them close? The students asked Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, why were the Jewish people of that time uh, subject to destruction? He said to them, you tell me. They said to him, because they went to the party of Achashverosh and they ate and drank and celebrated, that's why they were deservant of destruction. But if that's true, why why were all Jews in the world subject to annihilation? It should have only been the ones in Shushan that went to the party. So they said to him, you, Rabbi Shemubar Yochai, tell us the answer. Amalemi said to them, because in the days of Nebuchadnezzar, the Jewish people all worshipped idols. He forced everyone to worship idols and very few people stood up and refused to do it. They all did it. They said, But if they actually worshipped idolatry, so why is Hashem showing them favor and saving them here? They did it only for outside. In other words, they showed as if they were worshipping the idol to save themselves. So it was an outer thing, but they didn't really believe in it. So Hashem also did it only on the outside to show. I made it seem like they were threatened with destruction, but in the end they were saved. Because it says Hashem will not torture us from his heart, meaning he didn't intend really to hurt the Jewish people. He wanted to scare them a little bit, but he never intended to actually destroy them, just like they never intended to actually worship an idol. It says, in the courtyard of the garden of the house of the king, one said, these are three different parties, basically. If you're only worthy of going to the courtyard, you're in the courtyard. If you're in the garden, you're in the garden. If you're in the bitan, you're in the bitan. In other words, these are three different sections 
of the uh, king's palace, where you, the king's uh, premises, where you would have the opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, to participate in the party, depending on your status. So according to that, there were three different categories of guests, and that would determine where they had the opportunity to celebrate and participate in the party. Once said, no, first he put everybody in the courtyard. But the problem was there wasn't enough space there. So begina, he put them in the garden. And then he, and that wasn't enough either. And until he uh, until he brought them into the bitan, into the actual palace, and then it was enough to hold all of them. In other words, uh, it was a matter of space overflow. So we learned in Another says that no, the main party was actually in the courtyard, and then he opened the door. You could go into the garden. You could go into the house. Either way, there were three different locations. This are different kinds of fabrics. It sounds like so. My what's He says it's which means they're fabric that has holes in it. Um, like kind of a lace fabric or something like that. He said that it's white silk. He put out for them white silk. Karpas, what's karpas? It means um, a kind of a velvet uh, pillows. Al on beds of silver uh, and pillars of marble. Right, mitot And then it says uh, beds of gold and silver. Somebody who is worthy of going on a bed of silver would get a bed of silver. If they were higher class, they would get gold. According to you, they're going to create jealousy because some people get the gold, some people get the silver. They all were made of both silver and gold. The body of the couch was silver and the legs were gold. Right now, of course, the question is, if you're worried about creating jealousy, what about the fact that only some people, according to one opinion before, some people had access to the palace, some to the garden, some to the courtyard. So Tosafot said that people, in that, according to that, it wouldn't be an issue because <clears throat> you didn't see the people who are going into the different parties. You only saw the people on your own party, so there wouldn't be as much jealousy. But here you have the silver and the gold couches. If you're saying that it, some people got silver, some people got gold, you could create jealousy among people in the same room. Bad Vashesh, other kinds of uh, uh, fine... Um, Jewels and stones. What's bat? It's talking about They are. They are. Um, uh, they are uh, kinds of jewels that are desired so much by those who own them. They're chased after by those who own them. Um, uh, crown jewels that are sparkling on its land, and it's a, it's a. The idea is that these are very fine jewels. And as she says, that in the future the Jewish people will be like fine jewels um, that are so desirable, and that's what Bat Vashesh uh, is a reference to these uh, kinds of um, the Bat, especially not the Shesh. The Shesh is marble, but Bat is the. Uh, is it jewels that were uh, so desired by the uh, uh, by the people? They were so uh, sought after, um, and so it should say my bat according to the uh, according to the correction on the bottom. Um, then what is vidar v'socharet? Ravami Amar Dari Dari. He said it was rows of jewels. No, dar is one thing. It's not rows of jewels. It means it's a specific stone. It, had, it was a very bright stone that you would put it in the middle of the meal and it would create light for everybody. What it means, dar is v'socharet, is that everyone who was in business, schora, got a break from taxes. Uh, during that party time, they were drinking from golden vessels, and they were drinking from different vessels. Mishunim, by the should say Mishunim. Different is Mishuni, Mishune. Amrava, Yitzah, Bat Kol Vamra, Lehem, Rishonim, 
כלו מפני כלים, ואתם שונים בהם. That uh, the a divine voice came out and said, the original people, Belshazzar, was destroyed because he used the Beit HaMikdash vessels to drink out of them, ואתם שונים בהם. You are repeating his errors. So שונים here means not different, but repeating. ואין מלכות, wine of the kingdom. רב אמר, he said, um, I'm sorry, Vien Malchut Rav. There was Yen Malchut Rav. There was lots of wine of the king. Amar Rav, Rav said, Everybody got wine that was older than him in years. That's what Rav means. It doesn't just mean a lot of wine, but it means the wine was older than you. The drinking was like the rule. My Chadat, what does it mean? Like the law. Amar Chana Mishum Rabbi Meir, Kedat Shal Torah was like the law of the Torah. Madat Shal Torah, Achila, Meruba, Mishtia. Just like when it comes to the Korbanot, you put more meat, more solid than liquid. Afseudato, Shal Otorasha, Achila, Meruba, Mishtia. Even though it talks about the wine mainly, there was more food than there was wine. And honest, there was no forcing of drinking. Amar Rabbi Lazar, Milamet, Shikol Echav Yachad, Ishkao, Miyan, Mitinato. That they also would bring each person, not just old wine, wine that was older than him, but also wine that was from his own country. So he wasn't forced. To drink something that he wasn't comfortable with. They did according to the will of each person. They would do according to the will of Mordechai and Haman, who were the two Sarei Amashkim Rashi says. They were the two people in charge of dispensing the wine, because it calls them both Ish, Dichtiv, Ish Yudi, and Haman Dichtiv, Ish Tarvoyev. They're both called a man. One is called a Jewish man, one is called a, a wicked man, and, uh, and a man who is a Tarvoyev, who is a trouble and an enemy. So they're both called Ish because they were in charge of managing the Party. It says that Vashti also had a party for the women, in the house of the kingdom. Why doesn't it say in the house of the women? Why does it say in the house of the kingdom? To show you that both Vashti and Achashrosh had the same intent in mind. Even though her room should be called the house of the women, it calls it the house of the kingdom because she and her husband were in, of the same mindset. Like people say, they say the man has large gourds and, and the woman is dealing with zucchinis or smaller uh, types of uh, vegetables. Meaning they're both the same type, just one on a larger scale, one on a smaller scale. On the seventh day, the king was fully drunk. Right? So it says, Are you telling me that until now he didn't get drunk after seven days? It was Shabbat actually. When it says Yom it means on Shabbat. That it's trying to show you the contrast that the Jewish people on the seventh day on that Shabbat were eating and drinking and then they were speaking in Divrei Torah and praising Hashem. But you look at idolaters, when they eat and drink, it leads to tiflut, it leads to stupidity. So too was with Hashem. And started arguing, saying, no, the women of Madai are the most beautiful. No, we say the Persians are the most beautiful. The vessel that I use, which is very objectifying and, and disgraceful way to speak about his wife, but he's saying, my wife, she's not from media and she's not Persian. She's, from, she's one of the Kasdim. He said, do you want to see her? They said, in, yes. Only if she comes naked. Because whatever you do, that's how they measure out the punishment. It shows you that Vashti, the wicked, would bring the Jewish girls. And she would make them strip naked. And she would force them to work on Shabbat. And so too she is being forced to disrobe on Shabbat and parade herself in front of all these men. So it was a... Uh, says the Bach, it should say here. Therefore she was decreed upon her on Shabbat that this should happen. That's why it says in the Pasuk that after he calmed down, remembered Vashti and what she had done. 
done and what was decreed upon her. Because it was exactly what she did that was decreed upon her to happen. Just like she forced the girls to disrobe, uh, the Jewish girls to disrobe on Shabbat and dis- degrade themselves, she was asked to do the same thing. She refused to come. She was not a, a, such a righteous woman. Why is she being so modest? The master said, We already said before that they were both into this uh, kind of a, uh, immoral festival. So why didn't she want to come? Why didn't she come? It's a teacher that she developed Sarat that that no, an angel came and put a tail on her. Both of these are just trying to say that she was self-conscious about something about her body that she didn't want to go. Whatever happened that particular day, she didn't feel beautiful that day, she didn't want to go. As we call it in English, she was having a bad hair day. The king got very angry. Why did he get so angry? So she didn't want to come. She could say, I don't feel uh, good. She sent him a really angry note. Bar the Abba, stable boy of my father. My father could drink the wine of a thousand men and he didn't become drunk. So it says, but this I don't know if the miyad should go with the uh, with this. One second, what does the correction say? purta should say. You become drunk with a little wine. My father could handle a thousand uh, men's wine, as it says in the Tanakh about Bel Shatar, that he could handle quite a lot of, uh, of wine. So what happened? It was because she insulted him for being a drunk that he got angry. The, the king turned to the wise people. Man chachamim. Rabbanan, he turned to the rabbis. The ones who know the times. That's the pasuk. Uh, it says, What does it mean they know the times? They know how to establish the years and the months. Amal, he said to them, Dainua. Dainuali, please tell me what to do with her. Judge her. Amru, they said, what can we do? If we tell him to kill her, tomorrow he's going to be sober. He's going to say, what did you do to my wife? We say, don't do anything. So then comes, she's really degrading him and it will be, it'll look like we're okay with her degrading him. So Amrulo, they said, they excused themselves. They said, we're exiled. We don't have the, the intelligence that we once had. We don't have the advice that we once had. We don't know how to deal with capital cases. You should go talk to the to the Amon and Moab and ask them for advice because they've never been exiled and they're sitting. They're like wine that is sitting on its sediment. They've never moved and therefore they're much better, right? And they said a real reasonable answer. It says that Moab was always settled and he's sitting. On his, uh, on his sediments. Right, that's why it says that he, he didn't get poured from vessel to vessel and he never went in exile. That's why his reason stayed with him and his smell never dissipated. In other words, Moab is the way to go. And according to Rabbein Rutam, you take out the word Amon from this command. It should just say, say Moab. In any case, that's why he turned to the other people. After he asked the Chachamim, the Jews, and they said, no, 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 we've recused ourselves from the case. He turned to other people. There's a hint in the names of all of these people to the Korbanot. Because it says, the one that's close to him. Literally, it's saying the advisors who were close to him. But it's saying it's a, it's a rem as to why the Jewish people were saved in the Zechud of the Korbanot. The angel said before Hashem, Master of the world, Shetar. Uh, what does the word Shetar mean? Did these Persians ever bring to you 
two turtle doves. Admata, klomar, klum banu lefnecha mizbech adama. Admata is a reference to the mizbech. It's made out of earth. Did they ever made, make for you a mizbech of earth? Tarshish, klum shimshu lefnecha bigdei keuna. Did these non-Jews ever serve before you in the bigdei keuna? Dechtivu tarshish v'shom v'yashvei. When it talks about the jewels that are in the choshen hamishpat, part of the coin gadol's outfit, it talks about tarshish shom v'yashvei. So the word tarshish is a reference to the bigdei keuna. The Kohanic uh, vestments, the outfit, Meres, Klum, Meresu, Badam, Lefanecha, did they ever stir blood in front of you of the Korbanot? Marsena, Klum, Meresu, Bimenachot, Lefanecha, did they ever stir meal offerings, flower offerings before you? Mim, Muchan, Klum, Echinu, Shuchan, Lefanecha, did they ever prepare a table before you? In other words, the idea is that the Zechut of the Korbanot is being hinted at, and this Zechut saved the Jewish people from destruction. Vayomamamamamuchan, Mimuchan said, etc., etc. Tanam, Mimuchan, Zaman, Mimuchan was Zaman, Velam, Nikashmo, Mimuchan, why was it called Mimuchan? Mimuchan, the Poranut, because he was set for destruction. In other words, he was on a path to destruction. Amar Avkana. The word Mimuchan comes from the word Muchan, to be ready. Amar Avkana. Avkana said, You see from here that the one who is an idiot, a fool, jumps ahead. In other words, even though he was last on the list of advisors, he was the first to speak up. What did he convince Achashverosh to do? To send out letters to everyone saying that everyone should be a ruler in his own house. So it says, If it were not for the first situation with Vashti, where Memuchan convinced the king to send out letters saying that every man has to be the ruler in his house, then there would be no remnant of the Jewish people. The idea is that um, the first letter is said, every man should be a, uh, a ruler in his own house. It sounds very silly, very uh, insecure. So I said, even a weaver in his house is the head of the household. Why do you have to make that a law? So they didn't, so when they saw that law come out from the king, said, this king makes up stupid laws. So when he later on said there's a law and a decree to destroy the Jews, they didn't take that seriously either. They didn't read it. They didn't care. So otherwise, probably they would have acted on it even earlier and the Jews wouldn't have even had an opportunity to respond to protect themselves. So it's good that he showed himself a fool early on so they didn't take him seriously later. The advisors say, when he wants to replace Vashti, they say you should get officers, gather all the beautiful women in the kingdom and test out which one you want. I'm, uh, uh, so uh, uh, so the, the question is, uh, or should say, uh, looks like says any uh, a wise person acts with intelligence, but a fool spreads out folly. Right? What does it mean a smart person acts with intelligence? David. David also had a time where he needed a girl. He needed a girl because he was feeling too cold and he needed a companion to warm him up. He said, Our master the king, the advisor said to him, Choose a young woman. Ask for one woman. So everyone, he was, he said, I'm only gonna, I only want one woman. Who wants to try out for the position of being the woman who is going to be my companion? And Avishagashunamit ends up winning. Everybody wants to put their daughter in the running for that position, but, right? But but the fool spreads out folly. What happened? Because we see that here we have a, the opposite, that since he says, I'm going to gather all the women together and I'm going to keep all of them and just one I'm going to keep as my, the woman close to me. Nobody wants to be in that contest because they're going to lose. Now, as she explains it here, he says, since David only asked for one woman, everybody ran up and they wanted to be the one, right? Well, everyone said, maybe my daughter will be the one. 
right? Everyone, uh, everyone knew that the king is only going to take one of these women to be the queen. But he'll have relations with and defile all of them. So everyone hid their daughters from him because they figured that it would be better not to be in this contest because your chances of winning are low and there's no neutral outcome. You either lose because you have to be defiled by Ahasuerus uh, or you win because you become the queen, but there's no neutral outcome. Whereas in the case of David Amelech, he asked for just one woman, so everybody wanted to be in the contest to see if they could be the lucky woman who would win it.